0: dot com or Underdog Fantasy in the App Store. Sign up with promo code PitcherList and get your first deposit doubled, up to one hundred dollars. What is happening? Welcome to the Plus Pitch Podcast and more pitching Podcast from Pitcherless.com. My name is Nick Pock. Today is September 10th and yes, we are going to talk about baseball. David Peterson, six innings smeared runs, eight hits, one walk in, eight strikeouts against the Twins on Saturday. Well, this was a very poor quality start, but those eight strikeouts were product of both his uh, slider getting underneath the zone a little bit, but really more so the change up underneath the zone as the fastball 10 whiffs. In the upper third of the zone, you love to see that. I do want to see more improvement on that slider, though. Um, I said it was 6 for 13 strikes. Not that good. It was all bounced down, and I want that to be a better pitch moving forward from that. It used to be a huge thing with David Peterson, Uh, but really that changeup. I I mentioned the slide before. really wasn't that. It was the changeup being down with that four-seamer up, and that four-seamer command is still there. Peterson does have that foundation, then, to have a better slider and then actually really soar with that. So that's cool. He gets the Diamondbacks next, and that could work. Before, I had him in the Do Not Start category because I didn't see anything from Peterson I liked. And now I'm going to push him up, at least into the unlikely um, tier as I do the list tomorrow, just because, hey, there's a chance that the four-seamer is decent enough. It probably won't be 10 whiffs again. But there is a chance that maybe it's six or seven. It stays in the upper third, and thus it opens the door for any sort of development or improvement on that slider. Uh, Logan Webb against the... Colorado Rockies did exactly what they were supposed to do inside of Oracle Park. Good to see that. Tarek Skubal just got his ACEs going to ace, ace label because, let's be honest, it's a 3-4-7 ERA, 103 whip with a 30% strikeout rate since coming back from the IL is absolutely insane. And the four seamer was upstairs with a 12 or 27 whiff changeup. That's everything that you want to see. It's just that simple. Uh, Sean Newcomb pitched. Yes, that Sean Newcomb. Four innings for Oakland and opening for uh, Kyle Muller, if you want to say that was a piggyback start. Kind of wild. You don't want to touch either of those guys. We move on. Nathan Evaldi only threw 47 pitches, but it was 40% CSW. 2.1 innings with 3Ks and 11 whiffs. His velocity was at 94.7. Not exactly what you want, but at least it's not like 92, 93. Uh, He's getting a little bit better. The splitter was pretty dang good. And I feel like we're going to have to wait... Maybe two starts until we really want Evaldi. Maybe one more, as he should probably go to like sixty against the Guardians next. But that's the last two are Seattle, and I just kind of feel like you should not be holding on to Evaldi at this point. He won't be pushed enough until maybe the last game of the year, and then who knows where what his velocity will be and how good he'll be then. So it's not really something I want to go and chase. James McArthur against the Jays two innings, zero runs as he opened for Zach Greinke, and Greinke does what he does. Trent Thornton opened for Luke Weaver, who did not pan out because Brian Wu got skipped this time, and that was a ridiculous, uh, I'm sorry, I'm thinking of the 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 Red Sox-Orioles uh, game, but uh, yeah, this Seattle game, nothing for fantasy, so we move on. Uh, Kevin Gosman, ace is going to ace. Justin Steele, I mean, I guess he kind of deserves ace, is going to ace too, I don't know why I haven't given it to him yet. We should just expect dominance at this point. Um, so I'm going to retroactively give him aces gun ace. He should have it. I watched all of his last start. I wasn't actually that impressed. I still am weirded out by it, but I got to give it to him because that's just what we expect at this point. And yeah, there's no reason that you should not be starting Justin Steele the rest of the way. My skepticism is more really about 2024. I feel like this is a guy that's just such in rhythm. Um, his four-seamer is not getting hit as hard as I feel like it should, and he's not surgically commanding. Um, and all of those elements just kind of make me feel like there's something that is... Propelling him, that is abnormal. And that generally, whenever I see something like that, that generally just doesn't stick around. Uh Jake Irvin against the Dodgers had a birthday party as he somehow got the gold star, six innings, one and run. And I don't even think he pitched well here. And all right, good stuff, Irvin, but no way. Merrill Kelly against the Cubs, opposite of Justin Steele. 5.2 innings of one run, but nine-base runners, six Ks. He got through this game. By avoiding the heart of the play and didn't have his best stuff, but was able to just kind of grind through with good locations and props to Kelly for that. Michael King was our stream pick of the day against the Brewers, and he came through. This was both mine and PL bots. Five innings, one and run, four hits, one walk, and nine strikeouts. 39% CSW. This is awesome. It's a sinker that gets a ton of call strikes. 12-35 is crazy. That's like a 35% called strike rate. And what's really good about it is then he has two pitches, not just one like, say, Brady Singer does with with the sweeper. He also has a change that gets whips. So was 5 over 9 in this. So Michael King now at 79 pitches, gets a Red Sox, will probably be up to about 85 or so, and that's just kind of a normal start. He could go six innings on that. I I dig this. Um, this is pretty dang cool uh, from Michael King. Uh, Jose Arania against the Tigers. Four innings, one or run, for hits, two walks, and three Ks. I know it's Arania, but if you start Ureña, you're in a boatload of trouble. Um... Uh, That's not the line. If you start Jose, you're in a boatload of trouble. There you go. Just don't do it. Michael Kopech is in the bullpen now. Wade Miley against the Yankees, 3.2 innings, but it was 84 pitches, as the Yankees are really good against lefties and they make them work often. He's a low-end Toby with the Marlins next. Not really something I'm jumping over uh, hurdles for, but I would consider it if you need something during the week. I mean, it could be like a boring six innings. Uh, Tyler Anderson, also kind of a low end Toby, a little bit better, I think, than Wade Miley. He went against the Guardians and got the win over eight innings, two and runs, four hits, one walk, and four strikeouts. He returned to 40% CSW on his changeup, but he threw just 15 times in 97 pitches, which is kind of odd, considering to me it's his best pitch. Cutters were really good uh, arm side, I'm sorry, glove side in this one. And uh, his fastball just was inside the zone, and that's kind of everything there. It, it worked out against the Guardians. That's great. He gets the Tigers next. We're still gonna go out after him there. Uh Kenton Maeda against the Mets uh did not have his best stuff with the splitter. It wasn't overwhelming whiffs, but he got outs with it. The slider was really good. And I'm good for this with the Rays now. I was a little worried after uh before the, the Rangers start. Um but he did well against the Rangers and yeah this is this is fine with me. Um as he got The win, 5.1 innings, 200 runs, 5 fits, 1 walk, and 2 Ks against the Mets. The Ks should come back when that splitter gets more whiffs. Uh, Zach Thompson against the Reds got the win. 5 innings, 300 runs, 5 fits, 3 walks, and 6 strikeouts. It was just a win. Otherwise, I mean, I guess it's a dusty donut. I was hoping to see more from Thompson in this one to make us confident against the Phillies, but the stuff, I mean, the command really was not there. It was a lot of cutters and forcing just kind of all over the place. Same with the the curveball in the zone-ish but just not really refined enough for me to feel good about that one against the Phils. You want Avia to face Atlanta, so who cares? Uh, Lucas Lead to four and runs. However, it was seven innings of just four hits and zero walks with nine strikeouts. And I understand that the ERA has just been so bad, and you're very much out on it, but whip matters too. So do strikeouts. Now, the Rangers are next. You, you say what you want about the Rangers' offense as a whole right now. You don't have Adelise in that lineup, and they've been relatively cold uh, versus the rest of the season. So, there's a chance that Gilito works here, not not to mention he had 12 whiffs on the changeup. In the previous start, the changeup was so gone, and this was way better. If you want to consider him a cherry bomb at this point, that's fine with me. I'll probably have Lucas Gilito in the question. We'll start there. We have a lot of other guys to talk about from yesterday's games, and of course, we have today and tomorrow's. Really, it's just going to be tomorrow's, because a lot of the games have already been kind of going on today, and that's just not useful for you. We'll talk about all of that after this break. This podcast is sponsored by Underdog. Aaron Savalli against the Mariners, five innings, four and in runs, four hits, three walks, and three strikeouts. Yeah, not the 12 strikeout game we saw before. This was against the Mariners, though, much tougher offense. And he gets the Orioles next. I think that's fine. It'd probably be the bottom of questionable, maybe top of, of sorry, bottom of problem, maybe top of questionable. Orioles are kind of good, and Aaron Savalli did not have the pitch separation we saw last time. So the idea that he's in this amazing rhythm now is kind of pushed aside. Aaron Nola is just a cherry bomb now. It's the most frustrating thing I think this entire season is Aaron Nola. 4.1 innings, four and in runs. You know, he was four shut out here. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we move on. Uh, Dylan Dodd against the Pirates is not the guy that you want him to be. Darius Vines went three innings after um, later on in the game. and that's He was fine. He wasn't exceptional. But pitching for Atlanta is a good thing. Now, Al- Alan Winans is going today. And if he does well, I think he's just going to take this rotation spot. They could make it um, a six-man in full. And I would think Darius Vines does take instead of Dylan Dodd. So you don't need to hold on to Dylan Dobb there. Uh, Christian Javier, after doing so well against the Yankees, when it comes from a skill standpoint, just did not have it against the Padres. Uh, So no thank you there. Jack Flaherty, again, I just don't want to touch Christian Flaherty, Christian Christian Javier. Jack Flaherty is a cherry bomb now, honestly. I don't think he's pitching as bad as it was against the Red Sox yesterday, three-point winnings of forward runs. And he does get the raise next. And I think that still can pan out. But yeah, it's all questionable start stuff now. Carson Spires is not the guy you want with uh, Cincinnati. That'd be more Connor Phillips. And this is just not it. How am I supposed to better my bread with this one strikeout? Eight base runners, four innings, four and runs, no way. Careful Icarus for Bobby Miller. Three and runs in six. And then two more in the seventh. Cool to see the curveball killing it. 41% CSW, 68% strikes. But just three sliders, I think, is just so frustrating with me. Because the four-seamer and the sinker are not really this overwhelming pitch. They are more of your... Your pitch to contact pitches, which are just going to hopefully get a lot of outs. But if you have that slider, you can actually get more out of it. But you don't have that right now. So that's really for more 2024. You're going to keep starting Bobby Miller the rest of the way, of course. Johnny Cueto doesn't have that magic anymore. Seth Lugo went against the Astros. So who cares? You can start him after this. Chase Anderson, sorry, didn't work out. I was really hoping for like a sneaky play here. Nope, didn't work out against the Giants. And Chris Sales Velocity's down too low that I'm just. Pulling the plug on this, he went down to sub-90. Um, I think 88 uh, was his lowest, and he had a 95.3, but it was averaging 92. I just am too worried about this for Chris Sale moving forward. Looking forward to tomorrow's games, as today's you you already know about. Um, Tyler Glasnow, Brandon Woodruff, Sonny Gray, Logan Gilbert, Jesus Lazardo, Framber Valdez are all in the auto-start tier. You have Clayton Kershaw. If he's going, we're going to do it, even though I understand if you don't want to do it, it might be like limited time and all that. I get it. Gavin Williams against the Giants. Jose Quintana as a stream against the... The Diamondbacks, Dean Kramer against the the Cardinals. Chris Bassett, we're just going to start him, of course. Charlie Morton is a cherry bomb against the Phillies. Do what you need to do there. If you're chasing a win, I get it. Strikeouts, I get it. Wit might be tough, though. Same with the ERA. And Clark Schmidt, he's just been too good, even though the Red Sox are really good in Fenway. I still feel like you got to do it. It's the border of questionable start there. Brady Singer didn't do well against the White Sox. But that was maybe shaking off some rust from paternity leave and some arm fatigue. And he came back, and I feel like he could be better in this one. Dylan Cease is a complete cherry bomb on the other side of it. As you're going for strikeouts, and that's it against the Royals. Jordan Wicks is in Colorado. And that could work because it's a really good changeup. And that generally does perform well in the course. Carter Crawford gets the Yankees. Maybe that works. I don't love it, but whatever. Alex Cobb is dealing with a hip injury and a splitter is sometimes good and sometimes not. I don't want to do this, but I understand how it could go six innings against. uh, It could work going six innings against the Guardians. And then do not start here. I don't want to do Reid Andre Jackson, uh, Kyle Wright, no, uh, against the Phils, Zach Davies, Josiah Gray, Taiwan Walker, Michael Lorenzen both get Atlanta, Dakota Hudson, Kyle Freeland, Andrew Heaney gets Toronto, Ken Waldochuk against the Astros, and Pedro Avila against the Dodgers. I don't want to do any of that. All right, that is it. So my name is Nick Pollock. May your bounce be low and your strikeout's high.